Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, Gonzaga Nation SI, uh, what you guys are about to listen to is the audio version only of um, our weekly Friday show over on Gonzaga Nation SI with Christian Pedersen on the ones and twos. Uh, Check out Dan Dickow, Adam Morrison, Mondays and Wednesdays, I believe, and then uh, us on Fridays. Uh, I do have to apologize. We did the 30-minute show with Christian, the great producer, and I realized my microphone was unplugged just now listening to the audio. So I apologize for that. It's just my laptop audio, which sounds terrible. Um, You know what else sounds terrible? When I get the dates wrong on the tournament, I got a couple of texts. Now, I swear to you, like six months, I swear I thought I saw that they were going to keep the same schedule. Thir- uh, that schedule of the first week being of the tournament, Monday, excuse me, now I'm getting more confused, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, God, because remember, that's what it was last week, um, and then I regurgitated that, we're back to normal, folks, we beat COVID officially when the NC2A tournament is back on its normal Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, week one, week two, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Final Four weekend. I don't know. I swear on my life I read that back in like October or November. And I don't know how I kept regurgitating that. But I got a couple of uh, angry text messages. If you don't know what I'm talking about, great. Forget about it. Don't even worry about it. I made no mistake. Um, but hand up. My bad on that. Uh, moral of the story, it's all good. Bad news, football's over, so no more betting football on betonline.ag. Good news, plenty of options to bet on betonline.ag. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50-50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. Now, here is Gonzaga Nation SI. From the corner! Gonzaga Nation SI. He's Rob Sacre. I'm Jack Ferris. Christian Pedersen. Peterson. Pedersen. Pedersen. We do this every time. Christian Pedersen on the ones and twos. Um, it is February 18th, 2022. It's a Friday. It's been, Rob. Oh, yeah, it's February 18th. It's been 20 years and one month since Pepperdine beat Gonzaga. In basketball. Okay, first of all, when do we start playing games on Wednesday? Because I didn't keep up with that one. Be no, right. I think it was – I looked it up. February 8th – excuse me, January 18th of twenty of 2002 was a Friday. It looked like a Friday game. Were we playing Friday – no, no. Friday, we- Sunday? Maybe I'm I'm sure that would have been a cool little deal. I would have liked that. Be all right. Yeah, that's what women play for the most part. College women. Friday yeah, Sunday. and it's like a Sunday afternoon, so you mm-hmm. could be done. Yeah, no, I dig that. Uh, yeah, that's pathetic. But yeah, not much to say there. Um, what was pathetic was us not even coming close to covering the spread. Fourteen turnovers, I think. I think if we have half those, uh, anyone who back in Zaga is a happy, happy boy. Yesterday, of I'm not going to front. I didn't watch the game. I didn't even watch the game. I, where where were you in January of 2002? Ooh. Canada. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just, I know. I know. I'm just. Is it the seventh grade? Yeah, you must have been in seventh grade because I was I was in eighth grade. Okay, seventh grade, Canada. Uh, I was getting in trouble for bringing lowrider magazines into uh, school. Did you guys have <laughs> in seventh grade? Seventh grade in North Vancouver. Did you guys have uniforms? No, no, no. We didn't do uniforms. Uh, we didn't do school buses. Like so, if you look. You lived in that area. You had to buck up and walk. That was just it. Like it didn't matter how far you had to walk, or your parents had to drop you off. Incredible, Christian. Where were you in January of two thousand two? Probably would have been in seventh or sixth grade. So Southern California, San Diego. Just loving life. Yep. Long Are you hair hair all the way down to here? Going to the beach, discovering Led Zeppelin. That kind of. That kind of weird phase. Uh, you start discovering Led Zeppelin at seventh grade. Sixth or seventh grade was when it. I whenever that started to become cool, transitioning out of Blink One Eighty Two and into. I actually movie. know what you're talking about. I know what stage Christian is talking about. I don't. I don't. Christian, my my question to you is: Were you the self-discovery music guy, like going back decades and discovering, say, you know, like a Led Zeppelin, Bob Dylan, but then? also didn't smoke weed they didn't, they didn't start at the same <laughs> you know time. what i mean you, they, you know they, what i mean that's a very two, specific those, those two were on different tracks at, in, at, at different points in my life okay because um, that's a very and were you that guy were you listening to led zeppelin my mu- yes my music exposure came a lot from my parents working in the music industry uh, as uh-huh. concert promoter types so my very first i remember my very first time being taken to tower records i was eight i bought an i bought uh back in black by acdc Hell yeah, brother. Uh, so I started in a very, you know, a, a advanced stage. And then the oh. rest of what you said, it did contribute to a lot of music discovery in later high school and college years. Okay. Well, that being said, all your CDs, where are they? Oof. Probably 90% of them are in my parents' garage. Oh, you still have them? Compact discs? Yeah, I, I took pretty decent care of them. And I and didn't get them scratched up a lot because I was always enjoying driving around with good music. Um, so I think most of them are probably still safely stored away in some sort of bin that I promised to take out of their garage a decade ago, but haven't. CDs, man. What do you? Uh, do you, you have you the you book. Have, Did you have the book or just? Yeah. Oh. Well, that you also though for my generation, that also was I had one of those of music and one of those of like PlayStation Two games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then you did you have the Discman? Or with the anti-shock, anti-shock that never worked. No, we were too broke. Um, I just had, I just had my like off, off, off brand, whatever it was. Oh, we all did. Yeah, oh, go yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had something that you could cruise around and listen to music on, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, man, my first CD, I think, was the Toy Story soundtrack. What you got a friend in me was two, and then Space Jam like two years later. No. Space Jam was ninety six. Space Jam was fire. Back did, you, did you guys see the new one? Stop! I don't. I don't have time. My kids love that movie. It's I terrible. Seen, I haven't seen the new one. Don't. Okay, I don't. tossed it on. It's it's it's, it's bad. It's too meta. Every, met, being super meta is like the cool thing now. What do you mean? Like right in the middle, dude? No, they're fighting for like the future of Warner brothers, intellectual property. 
for good or for bad. So like on the watching the final game is like um, Harry Potter characters, all Warner Brothers stuff. It's very, it's very weird. Yeah, no, I wasn't digging it. Like, oh, and then they have Game of Thrones at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It just was not, but my kids love it. So, like, when it first came out, I was watching it, like, religiously. And I'm like, wow. So, did you show them the original one then and be like, hey. Yeah. I'm like, this is way better. Toon Squad looks a little bit better. Peppy Le Pew still on there. Oh, hey, problematic, my man. Problematic. <laughs> no. uh, I know. I'm getting them tattooed. I'm getting them tattooed. Where? On my leg. I have a cartoon leg. <laughs> Can so I I'm getting it? a Pepe Le Pew. I, I got to figure out what I got to put with it, but I'm going to get a Pepe Le Pew just to keep them alive. Yeah, no, good for you. You're fighting the good fight. <sighs> um, crazy to think that the last time Pepperdine beat Gonzaga was uh, what? 20 years ago? A month before the Salt Lake City Olympics. Think about that. That's a pro tie-in to your next bullet point you got on the run. Isn't that good, Christian? Oh, I just, like I that, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> just came up with that. So my next bullet point, thank you, Christian, is I feel like I'm a pretty big sports fan. I also feel like I'm pretty in tune as much as a 33-year-old man can be with, with contemporary culture. Those two combined mean I'm generally pretty always into the Olympics. I'm into the Olympic storylines and, and all that jazz, the human interest stories. I could not give less of a you-know-what this go-around. I don't know if it was the time difference. I don't know if my personal life took over. Um, I don't know if I enjoy the curated Olympics that NBC gives me every night. Um, but I want to know if, if I'm alone. No, I think it's part of it is like you're seeing a ski slope in the middle of like like industrial part of Beijing that doesn't really seem very uh, winter-esque. You're just seeing like these big old like nuclear plants right next to the like ski jump or whatever. You're like, mm, that looks the silos. Yeah, I don't and, and I don't even know. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it has something to do with we just watched the Tokyo games like five months ago and we I need think, more we need more yeah. buffer zone. I think you, you hit it on I mean? the head when you said the curated Olympics. Peacock has become much more of a thing in the last two Olympic broadcasts mm-hmm. than it ever was beforehand. And I always found the way that you get invested in the Olympics is it's just on in the background. Mm-hmm. And then you come across like Oh, like the Slovenian dude's going to win a cross-country ski race. I right. have three minutes to care about this. I'm going to care about this for three minutes. Oh, what a fun story. But when they're just telling you, hey, here's 90 minutes of set programming that we want you to watch and all of that other stuff is behind Peacock. You're like, no, F no, hell no. I'm never going to sign up for that ever. Oh, Get out oh, of here with see, that nonsense. I, so you Christian, I, I disagree. I think it's better when they tell me what to watch. And I'm bouncing around to a million different things. I think with these options of being able to watch a three-hour cross-country race, it's too much. And I don't care. I don't want to watch a three-hour cross-country race. I want to. I want to watch maybe the beginning. I want like a human entry, uh, human interest, ninety-second story right in the middle of it, and then I want like the last four minutes of the race. I I think it's kind of like Netflix now. Like you're overwhelmed with so many sports and all that, that you're like, what sport do I go to? 
I don't know. And instead, like back in the day, you were just flipping and you had like two channels to flip through for the Olympics. And you're like, all right, well, I'll just watch whatever that they're giving me. I completely agree with you. Jack. But they would be giving you stuff all day long. So it could just be background noise. You didn't right. have to. I know that those cross country races can last three hours, but you didn't have to be like. And they'd jump oh, from another walk, sport. They would to just an- jump around sports for those yeah. live times. And yeah. that's where when you would sit down for a 12 hour block of just randomness throughout the Olympics, I think that's where you could get the middle, like the middle block of America to actually pay attention to it. Cause there's nothing other good on during two to 5. PM. Like you're not going to watch daytime soap operas. You're just gonna have the Olympics on in the background. Dude, know. there's still people from um, days of our lives on daytime soap operas. Stop. They've been going 30 years strong. I mean, yeah, like I didn't, I'm the, that's a, don't disrespect daytime soap operas. My grandmother watches them religiously still. My apologies. Um, yes. But I, I think that the Peacock, yes, I like when they do hand you, hey, here are the best stories and the human interest stories, but it's the inability to just flip around the channels and watch without paying that $7.99 or whatever it is that I think it's a lot of people just turned off. Yeah, I don't know, because it's a it, it obviously sucks for the Olympians who spend their entire lives for those two weeks to get the exposure. And 20 years ago, back when Pepperdine was able to beat Gonzaga, like Salt Lake City, that was like peak American Olympic interest, I feel like. Maybe it was because I was like 13, 14, but I remember it as like, you watched Olympics you, every single night. What do you remember night. the most from the Salt Lake City Olympics? Like is um, the event or is it that you remember singularly? Honestly, and I'm not making this up because there's a ton of documentaries about it now, but I remember, Rob, remember this, the the controversy of the Canadian ice skating couple who got robbed. No, but I remember what what year. You know what I'm talking about, Christian? It sounds vaguely familiar. I remember the Canadian guy, snowboarder, who got busted for smoking weed. That was a big deal. I remember that. That was because I was getting Canadian stories. Was that Salt Lake City? Salt Lake. I was in elementary school. Yeah, so Salt Lake probably. You probably. You got busted for smoking weed, and that was a big deal. It's also awesome because it was, you know, mountain time zone, almost Pacific time zone. It was, like, right in our backyard. Similar situation with the Vancouver Olympics. Um, I think that's what it is, Jack. You just want it on your time zone. No, totally. I think you're right. I get notifications now anytime there's any kind of American that wins a gold medal or silver, gold, me- gold, silver, or bronze medal. You know what I mean? Mm. It, it could be three in the morning. It could be two in the afternoon. And then I'm over it. I don't want to watch it. So w- the, the information's too available. Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? Christian? No, no. It, you're overwhelmed with information. But I, feel the- like, but I feel like Christian's going the other direction. Uh, no, now I'm just interested in this story from 2002. They, they win their first medal for Canada in this event in 42 years and then end up just have, getting robbed. And robbed. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a rough day. In Salt Lake, too. Yes. Who's robbing them? And it was the French um, judge who was brought up on corruption charges. She was getting, she had an agreement with the Russians. Yeah, there's all sorts. Oh, that's right. There's all sorts of levels. That's right. How is this not a 30 for 30? Dude, it is. There's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of documentaries that just came out on it. It's fascinating. Fair enough. I'm in. And those the, uh, Russians. Those Russians. The French judge got a lifetime ban because it was, if watching it, it was painfully obvious that the Canadians were the best. They had like, you know, like the Russians were very technically good, but they were like robotic. 
And we needed Dan on this. This is figure skating. We should have asked this to Dan. <laughs> Can I ask uh, also, sure are the Dan, Summer Olympics easier to get into than the Winter Olympics? Yes, I do. I think there's more, there's sexier sports, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Track and field is so much cooler. Um, you know, hoops always helps watching well, all there's just more sports you can only Winning. you can only do so much in winter there's there's more fun sports like biathlon is cool for legit seven minutes before you're over it what if what if they brought all the indoor sports the guns need to be bigger in biathlon yes if they what if they brought all the indoor launchers? sports yeah. for the Olymp- winter olympics i i've maintained basketball should be a winter olympic sport because when when that ping pong arena soccer uh, yeah handball all that type of stuff everything that's in a- rob you might be onto something like that could legitimately change the landscape of the olympic games if you're talking about 30 more sports added to the winter olympics think of all the tv money you just made them man 100 you're just sitting because it's all in arenas why do they like you could bring it's all in indoors why can't you do that when do most of those are played in the winter time anyways sports make their way into the when, when does Call of Duty make its way into the Olympics? Esports, I'm not ready for that world yet, man. I'm still too old to a- adapt to like people are getting scholarships playing video games and making s- like astronomical money playing video games. Guys, I just had a profound thought on the Olympics. Oh Go my. with me there. Christian, pick up the weed if you have it. The Olympics used to matter so much for what, like the last 150 years, because it brought, it made the world smaller. You know what I mean? All these different countries, all these different cultures would gather together and go after the same goal. They'd they'd all have the same interest, right? I see your light bulb, Jack. I know where you're going with this. Maybe because of the internet and because of the world shrinking in and of itself, we just don't need that as much as we did. Agreed. 10, 15, 20, 100 years ago. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, cool. Um, the Olympics are on. I, I don't need to connect to uh, South Korea as much as I did 20 years ago because I just watched, you know, 10 hours of what was that Netflix show? You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I have a pretty good idea of South Korean culture by myself just because I have Netflix. Yeah, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching Squid Games, and that's that's South Korea for you in a nutshell. You know what I mean? That was a, <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, I, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Like, though. I get it. Athletic and that's their Olympic Games to qualify. Kind of Olymp- yeah, yeah, yeah. The South Koreans Olympic Games. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I got, I got something. I know this is completely off topic, but we threw this it out. I was flipping, turned on my Netflix, and it gave me. They are going up to twenty dollars. Yeah, that is that is absurd. Dude, I don't understand why Netflix needs inflation. Um, you know Netflix is like in the hole in a big way. Netflix is in a ton of debt, but it's by really it's by design. It's by oh yeah, they don't want to pay taxes or something. Well, no, (laughs) (laughs) they just throw so much money at um production projects well their movies are getting shittier i'm like they need to like but does it matter because they're i mean netflix is tv now netflix i know but i don't need podcast i'm here for is rob reviews mediocre at best netflix movies just a mystery dude they have pumped out so many netflix movies that i'm like 
when they first started making their own movies, I was like, I can dig it. Like Netflix is bringing some a game. Now, some of the shit they put in TV shows or limited series. Isn't that where the vibe is there? No. Well, they're definitely throwing money at, at big time movies like Oscar Beatty movies. Like look no further than don't look up. Um, Roma, all that stuff. Like they definitely produce some movies with the with the idea that they're going to win a golden statue. Um, so I don't know, Rob, if they are definitely producing movies at a much higher clip than they were ten years ago. Five Absolutely, years ago. I, I, I don't. Agree. I'm not, I don't necessarily know if the quality is suffering. Sure, they're, they're make, sure they're making a ton of bad movies, but they're also for every like. 10 bad movies there's there's a decent movie out there no i get that but i'm not i don't my whole thing was netflix was like oh seven night that's when we talked about the show on on uh tuesday we were talking about this like it's in your bank account you're not really looking at it it's like oh seven dollars okay i can but twenty dollars is that I didn't, the only one you subscribe to or what what's I'm, your streaming ecosystem i gotta get rid of star i think i'm, I'm i think i'm still subscribed to star stars stars i need i don't watch that uh 50 cent show anymore so that's done oh power yeah i don't do that so that gotta go uh hulu netflix disney plus yeah and i can't remember did we already have this conversation did we have this conversation on the podcast we had this on our podcast but we didn't but i can't remember i think that's all i have i've subscribed to and i've been I, told I, you can't have children without subscribing to disney plus like the, oh, for the, sure. Uh, oh, that was the first thing when it came out. I was like, done, we're on. But I was pissed because I was like, I bought all these damn Disney movies now, and I just now they're it's pointless. I don't know. But this goes back to your last point, Jack. Oscars or Olympics. Damn. Yeah, so you guys are some pro ass hosts. Well, yeah, we've worked together a couple years now, but yeah, that actually worked about as well as anything's ever worked. So don't give us too much credit. Um, yeah, I don't know. They talk about cultural pillars, the Olympics and the Oscars. So Oscars was can't miss television forever. I can't remember the last time I sat, and I'm a movie guy. I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched the Academy Awards front to back. I can see you watching the. <laughs> Don't get offended, Jack, but I can see you watching Red Carpet. The Red Carpet. That's oh, yeah. your thing. I don't know. That's that's not that's not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, okay, quick story here. When oh I, boy, Chris and I used to work at a station called KXLY up in Spokane. It was the um, ABC affiliate. And I think the statute of limitations has passed. I don't think people would mind me telling this story. So we had a reporter who was uh, fired. Um, she was just the war. She was just, it was, it was a bad situation. She got let go. Um, before she left the station, she was from San Diego Christian before she left the station, well, leave a good impression on you. Yeah. She applied for a media credential to the Oscars and got it using, using KXOI's letters. Love it. Which is like, no, like why would a, Spokane affiliate ever send people to cover the Oscars. Like there's, it just makes no sense. Um, it costs money. She hired a shooter, which is like $500 a day or something ridiculous. And she shot, she was at the red carpet interviewing people. 
God bless post, it. Post, post. I, I said the same thing, Rob. And like our news director was so pissed. And like, uh, I don't think she could ever be hired at an ABC affiliate ever again because she'd like, she ran up this tab of like a thousand bucks and no one could pay it. Yeah. She got her content. Yeah. And she got her, <laughs> her good B roll. And yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, so God bless her. Um, anyway, I respect. No, I don't. I don't really care about the red carpet. I do care about the Oscars as an institution, but not as much as I did five Why? Six years ago. That that blows my mind how liberal you are that you believe that the Oscars is a, a, a thing. Yeah, like, I know you that. love that institution. It doesn't. Uh, I know. I know. That's well, I'm a complicated guy, Rob. I, I see that. I miss all of us. I miss the Oscars mattering and all of us having to gather around the TV and really caring who wins best cinematography. Millionaires getting these gold statues telling them that like they they're impacting the world and we're getting these great speeches every rich people celebrating rich people. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. That blows my mind that you're into it. I I really don't mean that I, like I just really? that one I didn't see. You're you weren't growing up? What? I it wasn't a big deal for me. It wasn't uh it wasn't something like I had to like I remember because it wasn't I think going back to what we were talking about earlier today was like you just have so much content now that the growing up Oscars were the only thing on TV at that point in time. Yep, yep. And there there was so much like build up to it for a couple of weeks. Right. Um, it really mattered. It doesn't matter anymore. I do you know the how of the ten movies out? Have, how many have you seen for Best Picture? The ten Best Picture nominations. What, have what you seen? are they? I can't even tell you what they are. Christian, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle them off. Christian, I'm I'm guessing you're a movie guy, huh, Christian? I have become more TV like the yeah. series type things lately. But all right, actors in a leading role, supporting role. Where are we going for feature? I, I, I got him. Oh, you got him? I got him. Are you ready? Go for him. Drive My Car, the Japanese movie. No. I'm guessing that's a no. Okay. Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro, which is available on both HBO and Hulu, so you no excuses. Okay. I haven't seen that either. No. Don't look, don't look up. Seen Netflix. it. Yeah. Dune, HBO. I, I know. It, it's LSD been remade Bond. like five times. I don't know how you can get an Oscar for this one. Uh, have you seen it? No. Okay. Belfast. No. no. Licorice Pizza. Paul Thomas Anderson. Heard no. not to watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson's very, very. He misses more than he hits for me. Mm. Um, the Power of the Dog. Netflix. Two. So two Netflix original deals on here. No. Okay. West Side Story. Again, has been done multiple times. I can pass. King Richard. Oh, with uh, Will Smith? Yeah. You saw that one, didn't you? Great one. That's good. That's good. And then uh, CODA. CODA stands for Child of Deaf Adults. It's an Apple TV movie, and I effing loved it. It's my favorite movie of the year. Highly recommend it. So anyway. You've done significantly more movie watching than Rob and I have. So here's my thing with the King Richard. Hold on. You guys have think you guys think I've seen a lot. I've seen four out of ten. That's I know. that's sad. That's terrible. 
I know. Well, we, I, I think it's because there's just more content. You just more options. Yeah. Here's just more options. But here's my question with the King Richard deal. Like when it comes off of based off true stories, I don't really feel, I think if you can reenact that story really well, then you should get it. But it's someone's life. So it's not a like written screenplay type deal. It's like, eh. so I don't really know. So he you share the Oscar then with the source that, material character. That's what I'm asking. Like, do you bring Serena and Venus up there with you at that point in time? Uh, you know, a little, a little aside here, as we get close to wrapping up this Friday, they always go by so fast. Um, you've seen King Richard, Christian? Yes. You know, the oldest daughter, I think her name is Tundi. Mm. She's like, she's like four or five years older than. Yes. She got shot in a drive-by. Yeah. Years ago. You don't remember the game? The game no. does a shout out in his song at the end. Um, dream at the remember the song Dream. If you listen to the song Dream uh, by the game, he gives a shout out to um, to her at the end of this song. It's crazy. I'm like, what? What? She Where? was like, she was like 33 years old, a doctor just hanging out in their neighborhood and got killed. Yeah, it's horrifying. Holy hell, I'm reading about the details. <laughs> I right couldn't now. believe it. No, it's wild, dude. That's yeah, they're that whole story is crazy. And like, I didn't realize he had more kids, I thought it was just those, but he was, just, them, yeah. he, he was yeah. spreading his seed like all over the place. I think there's five daughters, and they're all wild. Yeah, five daughters with her, yeah, with them. And then he had mul- the movie opens up, and he has multiple kids and everything. Him and Dan Dickow are making numbers up there. There we all go. Of, all of Dick Owls are going D1. So, uh, yeah, he. who's going to play him? Well, we already agreed. D.B. Sweeney plays him in the movie. D.B. Uh, Sweeney, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it it always. We no, not always, Tom Hardy. No, D.B. Sweeney. Okay. okay oh, Tom. Okay. <laughs> oh, I lose a lot of weight. He'd have to slim back down. Uh, unless you're saying that at one point, Dick Owl was jacked like Bane. <laughs> Tom, Hardy, Tom Hardy's uh, an actor, though. He could, he could, he could do body. it. Yeah, you've seen him in The Reverend. Does he have a jumper, though? (laughs) That's something he'll have to develop. He was a boxer. Convincing shooting a jumper. That's something you can't fake. You can't fake a jumper. You can't. You (laughs) can't. We've seen that, and he got game with Denzel. It was just... mm, mm. Denzel was a player, though. Denzel played at um, Fordham. What? Like, actual... PJ Carlissimo was his coach. Yep, Denzel. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to see if I can find some highlights. I don't think you can. I don't think he ever played, played, but he was like a walk on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have, unfortunately, it's Friday morning. I have a meeting to go to, but I'd love mm-hmm. to sit here and talk about the demise of the Olympics and the Oscars all day with you guys. One thing, we, okay, so next Friday, we Olympic talk and Oscars talk has been negative. You know, those are two things that have fallen from grace in pop culture. We need to come up with things that have arisen in the last five, six, seven, eight years. That's our homework assignment. And I'll probably forget about it. I can tell you. you. (laughs) He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Varius. Christian on the ones and twos. It's always Friday. So I think maybe it's always Hawaiian shirt Friday, but I don't know. I think like Christian may just be a Hawaiian shirt guy. Are you Christian? 
the vast majority of my closet is some variation of this. Okay. Good. Um, At least you too seriously. You're so San Diego. Yeah. God, hell yeah. So San Diego. Yeah. This is, this is uh, uh, flamingos with Christmas lights on them. With some cargo oh, shorts in February. Thank uh, you. This, so this boys. is a, a Lululemon sweatpants. You don't, don't, don't say that you tried to save yourself with like $85 sweatpants. Don't do that. You're a Hawaiian shirt guy. That's no, I'm cool. Just saying it's an odd combo. It's a, it's a, la- it's a lack of giving an F anymore. <laughs> From the corner! All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Again, for more Gonzaga Nation SI, go to GonzagaNationSI.com. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever is clever. Uh, can you believe it's already senior night in Spokane this weekend? That is bonkers. It's, seen, it's mid-February and it's senior night? Uncool. I'm not okay with it. I do have a question for you guys before we call it call it a week here. What's more important than peace of mind? Answer, nothing. That's why NordVPN is here to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all the threats you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVM on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. So, Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe. That's promo code believe, B-L-E-A-V. There's not even a promo code. Go to nordvpn.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one month additional for free. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. From the corner! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.